You're listening to Voice Memos, the show about two longtime friends who have informative yet brief discussions about multitudinous topics. If you want to go deep into a topic, this is not the podcast for you. We keep it shallow. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jen and Myron. I am. Oh, no, 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 no. Are you sure? I just want everybody to know that this is a partner podcast. And last week, we were all bamboozled. I am fucking boozled. You've been replaced, but you've been replaced by AI. <laughs> I tell you about Chat GPT, and you use the motherfucker against me. <laughs> like, like, oh my god! Like, like, like the old folks say, I told a bold-faced lie right to your face. <laughs> well, I'm talking. Let's so. Last week or the week before, I have a conversation with Myron because my job, I had to go into the office, which is about an hour away. By the time I get home and I had my rescue dog at the time, it was going to be late. So I said, hey, uh, maybe we can record Wednesday. And then your girlfriend at the time, sorry to come there, uh, was coming into town. So our schedules couldn't align. And I said, well, what we could do, what we could do is just play our 50th again because you know people love things that we hate and you said yeah that's a that's a great idea i like it so fast forward to sunday hanging out with my family and we're playing cards and we're just having a gay old time and my sister's like yeah so i didn't get to finish all of myron's podcast i was like what do you mean myron's podcast (laughs) recorded by himself oh this bitch went from zero to 60 real quick (laughs) I was like, I was like the, I was like Diana Ross secretly conspiring with Motown to make a solo album without the Supremes. <laughs> I compared you to like that new kid on the block. Maybe it was Jordan Knight who decided to leave new kids on the block. To <laughs> <the school album. laughs> we ain't heard for that guy yeah. since. <laughs> but you know what? It was good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give credit where credit is due because I'm an old, mature woman who won't be bitter for a long time. But that it was a good show. It, I, I'm commending you for keeping our tradition so that yeah. we have listeners and that we keep people engaged. Yes, yes. So kept our kept our streak alive, and yeah, it was it wasn't as long as our podcasts usually are, but um, it was fun. But I have to admit, I miss you. Like our our us as a team are better than us being solo. Yes, yes. Okay, okay I'm a, good. I'm gonna concede that. <laughs> that looked like it hurt. Like that almost <laughs> looked like those words hurt you. <laughs> like you know like how, you know what it looked like those congressmen what? in Tennessee that had to vote back Justin Pearson. <laughs> That's exactly how you how you just look. Completely yeah. defeated at having to admit you were wrong. <laughs> look, like this, this guy, this guy in Tennessee, the Speaker of the House, his name is uh, Sexton, is his last name. Oh, yeah, Sexton. Yeah, that guy. He was the one that, you know, approved the um, expelling those two Black representatives because he was mad that they joined the gun protesters um, protesting the Tennessee uh, government not doing a damn thing about 
gun uh, control after all those kids were just killed there, right? Him and, and, and him and another Justin, and then the white woman. I forget what her name is. Yes, that's right. So they all got. She got a um, like a note to file, basically. Like a <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like corporate America. She got a note to file. They got fired. And Damn. So, and so, but because that guy, because it, it 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 just it made the national news, right? Some things just like blow up, and that's one because you don't want government state or federal government expelling people kicking them out for the first amendment exercising their freedom of speech right and that's literally what freedom of speech is the government cannot punish you for exercising your free speech okay so anyway so the sexton guy because he entered the national consciousness they started digging up dirt on him so the dirt on him is not only does he have a girlfriend he's married he has a girlfriend Right. And, and maybe more than one. He's been fucking around, maybe more than one young blonde. But also they just put out today and today is Thursday. They put out today some um, um, uh, people online, and a couple of investigative journalists that he has been living in a city of Nashville, but his district is in another city about um, 50 or so miles away. And. And what that is, he's breaking Tennessee law that you have to live in the district where you represent, right? You have to live there. And so not only has he been lying, but he's been getting reimbursements and per diem um, as if he's been traveling to and from his district to Nashville, even though he's been living, uh, he had been, um, he'd been, Submitting the expense for it as it seems to have been living in a hotel in Nashville. But it turns out he secretly bought a house in that a six hundred thousand dollar house in Nashville. And so he is breaking all sorts of Tennessee state law and and um, just law, not just political law, but law, financial law, fiduciary responsibility law, all these things. And he's a goddamn speaker of the house in Tennessee. So he is front and center of fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. That is so, and you know what's funny? I, I think I read somewhere that, and I could, I might not be 100% accurate on the money, but he was reimbursed around $78,000 for getting his mileage. Let's just say that. So people that can relate, you have to do yes. mileage if you have to drive further other than your home location, you get mileage reimbursed back to you. He essentially was claiming mileage and earned about $78,000 just from that. Good God. And, and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because you know, you know, um, in the corporate world, you could be fired just for cheating on those expense reports. 100%. Right, yeah, nothing to do with your performance, nothing. You cheat on your expense reports, you are stealing from the company, you will get fired. So he was doing that for a couple of years and getting gas, getting mileage, getting food money. And he secretly bought this house where it was bought through a trust, but his wife signed it, not him. And then because in order to run for office, you have in Tennessee, you have to have signatures from X number of people in the district where you are running, but his wife, who has residence in the city of Nashville, which is not his district, she's the first one to sign for him to run. So it is all types of 
fraud and campaign fraud. And it's just, you know, I think it's a matter of maybe a couple of weeks before that guy's out of a job. And sir, is this God, if only, you know, if only the goddess would, you know, make that happen. I, is this the same state and maybe it's not that took away free lunches and breakfast for kids because, you know, they can't help people are poor, but then turned around and gave themselves a raise for their like meal per diem. Is this the same state or is that Minnesota, Michigan? It's, it's one of those. Yeah, it's, um, it's the state that has the nickname of misery, but it's Missouri. Missouri, thank you. <laughs> so, they, so they go in and they give themselves a raise so they can get fancier lunches. I think it's like $75 per day per yep. diem, but yep. took away free lunch for kids and yep. breakfast that are too poor to maybe have food in their house. Yeah, yeah. And, and the guy, the guy leading the charge, I can't remember his name, but um, the guy in Missouri, he was like, he was like, I've never seen a hungry child. Yeah. Like, like what? Like, that's your excuse? Like, that's your excuse. Like, I've never seen a hungry child. And they, they were like, no, no more uh, free lunch for children. And then I'm, you're right, Jen, within days, like within like two days or something, they voted themselves a raise uh, for more per diem money for their lunches or something. Oh, my God. I just about lost my shit. Like thinking to myself, how, where are we today? I mean, you're taking away, you're an adult who has a regular job and a very lucrative job. And you're taking away from children that maybe don't get to go home and won't have a dinner. So their opportunity was eat at school. You know, you know, you know, the thing about that is like, like, like even if you don't, um, support public schools, which most Republicans do not. Like, that's their thing. They want to shut down all public schools. Like, even if you don't do that, and even if you say, I'm conservative, I just don't want to spend money, and all that kind of stuff, right? If, even if you have, and those are detestable, but say, okay, you, that's your deal. Someone comes to you and says, okay, but there are hungry children in school. Why don't we give them a meal? And then it creates a better learning environment for everybody and, and the child. Like, what is it in you as a, a, you, this guy and the ones that voted for, they all say they're Christian and they all say, no, we don't care that that kid is hungry. And I know from my Bible training that, that some of the words of Jesus are, do not stop little children from coming to me. And then also don't try to preach to me when I'm hungry. Give me some goddamn motherfucking food first. (laughs) <laughs> like that's literally that's what Jesus said, and that's why Jesus was feeding people because he was like, nobody want to hear my bullshit coming from the forest until because they're hungry. So look, give him some fish. He had like a fish fry, fry some fish, had some coleslaw, some some mashed potatoes. He was like, okay, now listen to what I got to say. But these modern American Christians are like, we don't want to fuck them kids. We don't want them to eat. We don't. We only care about the kids that aren't born yet. Like I mean, we know right. That, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Right? They're like, yeah, those kids. Shoot, Florida just signed today. The governor's, oh, he, I, th- I don't think he signed, but their legislature passed, and he said he's going to pass a six-week abortion ban. What, what does like, that mean? I don't know a whole lot about pregnancy and gestation, but I do know this, that the majority of women, you don't even know you're pregnant at six weeks. Yeah. You don't even know. And, it's a, and if there is a pregnancy, it is microscopic. And they're like, nope, you can't even have abortion now. Like, just, just batshit crazy stuff. But like you're saying, oh, we 
protect ch unborn children, fetuses, and zygotes, you know. But if you're hungry, you're on your that's own. That's your problem. Yeah, that's your yeah, problem. Yeah, that's a you problem. That's, a, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly right. So, you know, speaking of Justin Pearson, now, I don't know if you're verified, if you get verified on Spoutable. I think you might be, but I think he's following me on, on oh, Spoutable. really? Yeah, on Spoutable. You know, because I'm on there often, but I went, right. I was waiting for the app to come up. And so I don't know if he's validated or not. I, I but that's pretty cool if he is. Um, what? Yeah, you, I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to share it with you, or you'll have to tell me. Oh, yeah, but okay. you, you're getting, um, you're getting. What do they call that? Um, catfished. Yes. Okay. Catfished. okay. I, you know what? I haven't looked him up um, online, so I'm going to look him up and see, like, what the deal, what the deal with him is. I, did, I, I didn't think know you that. follow him. I think he's. I think you follow you follow him, or he yeah. follows you, but. Um, what? I didn't know. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna look him up. We'll have to see. Uh, but speaking of Florida, let's uh, let's remind how fuck around with Florida or not fuck around with Florida to find out that now both Tennessee and Florida both passed laws. Now Florida's law um, was signed behind closed doors with the NRA. So yeah. I don't even like to say the governor's name, but he signed this bill that. A person in Florida can carry a gun on their person with no license and no training. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, you know what? I believe it. Look, you want to hear something even, even um, that matches that in absurdity in, in Tennessee where they just had, or I don't know, it's either Tennessee or Kentucky. One of those states that just had a big shooting. They have a law that the, the weapon used in a mass shooting cannot be destroyed. It has to be preserved and auctioned off. What? Right? What? what? Auction. Like they can't destroy the AR-15 involved in a mass shooting or really, you know, any any big death, um, death event. They have to preserve it and the police uh, auction it off and the police can keep 20% of the proceeds. Okay. Right? This is this is why we're on the uh places not to visit in the world, right? So we're on everybody's we're on quite a few countries list of do not travel. Right? Isn't that crazy? I mean, we are and and the and and what 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 their governments say using Australia as an example. One, because every state, if you go into another state, the laws could be different. One, two, um, you could if you go to any festivals or schools or anything, you could be yeah. shot. Um, you can't be a woman and you can't be LGBTQI plus. Um, wow. And um, what's the other thing? I, I forget what the other thing is, but aside from that, it is too dangerous to have wow. to go to the United States. You know, I mean, I mean, there's some truth to that, right? I mean, we have 20, 26 to 30,000 uh, gun-related deaths per year, like just astronomical numbers. And that is by far, I, no other nation is it even in the thousands. I think the next is like, like um, Yemen or some, somewhere that's like at, in, a, in a civil war or something like that, it's us. And we have more deaths here than than the Ukraine is having in a war with Russia. Okay, see, that's I mean, 
if if you say that out loud and people hear that and still say and still say, oh, but I need my gun right, <laughs> like Second Amendment bullshit, you right? are you need to go, like leave. Right. It's 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 just it like yeah, you can't you can't you can't even wrap your hand around it and your your head around it. But you're right. We are a dangerous country, and so there are warnings for other countries for visiting here. There are um, different organizations have put out warnings about travel to Florida specifically for um, black people and people of color and for the LGBTQI community, right? Because all these laws. And so, I mean, just think of like what we have right now, you know, it's so dangerous. And you know what, let me tell you something that's never mentioned. And I think, I think um, it should be mentioned. So, so when you see these, whether it's a, not even just a mass murder, just, you know, murder by gun, suicide, suicide by gun. Here's something that we never get at. It is 90 something percent of the time, it's a man. Yep. It's a man, right? And then not only that, because people get that intrinsically in this country that it's men who are doing the vast majority of um, gun violence. But then the other part of that, and this never gets mentioned, is the vast majority of those men are self-professed Christians. Right. That's never mentioned. Now, if if someone is Muslim and they do shootings, right, they do something, it's going to be Muslim man murders, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or someone is, um, I don't know, you're not going to see a Buddhist do that, you know, what the no. fuck, but, you know, Hindu or something. Even if they were Jewish, you're going to you're going to see the religion. But when it's Christian and that's the vast majority, we do not see that in the headline. Christian man murders 15 school children. You never see that. You don't, and you're really, absolutely right. And, and, I, and I, I really think that's an issue because you know what we have, and we don't mention this in this country, we have Christian religious violence and, and we, don't, we don't talk about it, but you will see the news talking about Syria and Israel, right? Muslims and, and Jewish people fighting. You even, they have remembrances of England or the, the British government against Ireland, which is Catholic versus Protestant, right? And you'll hear, you know, China, atheist, communist China, you know, cracking down on Christian evangelists or something. You always have a religious component to violence around the world, except as we report our own violence, we never highlight it's the vast majority, you're talking 90 percentile Christians who are doing the violence in this country. Unbelievable. You're, you're yeah, right, and, though. Oh, wow. Right? It's wow. really true. And then, but if you say that to a Christian, in every every time I mention that, a Christian will say, well, yeah, but they, they're not really Christian. Oh. They weren't really Christian. But I'm like, well, how do the rest of us know? Because they all <laughs> say they're Christian. <laughs> There's not like layers of Christianity. It's not like, it's not, there's not like, it, you know how we have different states in the country with different laws. Christianity doesn't have different states. It's all the same under the same umbrella. It's all in the same umbrella. That, that's exact. That's exactly right. So it's, it's not atheist, you know, it's anything like that. It's, it's always Christian, but we don't, this country, we, 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 we hide the fact and hide is not the right word, but we, 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 we don't share the fact. Every time there's a there's a shooting, it's a Christian. It's almost always a Christian male who's doing the shooting. Yeah. 
and and you know that's some that's some fuck shit. Wait a minute. So so where were you last week when you couldn't be here? You on vacation or something? I no, I was working. So and then your GF. Well, do do we tell our audience that she's no longer your GF, your girlfriend? I, you know what? I, I guess I guess I guess we should because she's part of the she's part of the. Um, podcast network as well and so to our audience so my um uh, almost two years a two-year courtship with my partner Eliane um culminated culminated I don't know anyway culminated and uh we were at she was visiting uh she is visiting but we went to dinner and we um I proposed <laughs> I propose, but you know, you know, and, and so and she she said yes. So let me tell you something funny about it. So I bought a ring probably back in October. Yeah, like I, knew, I, yeah didn't I didn't know. FYI, I didn't know. No idea. Bestie for twenty three years, but that's okay. I'm just building up all this resentment in my back. <laughs> I was, I was, look. I was secret, like I was the I was the U.S. government. I had like some secrets. I I was winding my way there, but I wanted out in case you know she she went off the deep end, and I had to like kick her to the curb. <laughs> yeah, you have to backpedal. Yeah, oh my God, but sir, look, I bought that ring and I put it in my bedroom in this little decorative box I have on one of my bookshelves, and it's been just sitting there for months, right? Wow. And so, and she's been here since then, and she never because. She never looked at that box. Not that I never had any worries. She, you know, she would see it because, you know, if you're not expecting something, you just don't go looking around. You don't see it. And this is the truth. On the day, on the day, so I proposed last Saturday night. And on Saturday afternoon, we're sitting in the room and inexplicably out of nowhere, she picks up the lid to that box and says, oh, you know what? I thought this, this lid had a, a crystal on it because the, the handle looks like a crystal. She's holding the box right oh. where the ring is. And I'm like, oh. of, uh, right of all days to pick up that box. Oh. I could not, you're right, I could not believe it. And so, but I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I go, yeah, it's not crystal. It's just a lid to the box. She goes, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then she puts it away and, and that's it. And then later we're walking around the park and she's like, you know, usually propose it to me sometime soon because we've been together. And we doing all this stuff. And you know what? You know, we're not getting younger and all this kind of stuff. We just walk around the park and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm thinking, would you just zip it, right? Just zip it. <laughs> oh, my God. So we get to the restaurant. And we, we get to the restaurant. Where is Zocalo's? So I wait. So I called my daughter before we went and let her know because she was at her mom's. I called her and let her know. And then when we sit down to eat, you know, she's getting, we're getting appetizers and drinks and stuff. While I'm getting a poser, she's getting real alcohol. And I text and all her family and friends are, are, are on the East Coast. So I text her mother, her best friend, um, her sister. I text you and our other friend. And I say, hey, this is happening um, in the next hour or so. And, you know, don't text her, this kind of deal. And then I just sort of go silent, everybody. And then I do it. Like, we're having dessert. She's talking about 
how good these two years have been and, you know, all this lovey-dovey kind of talk and everything. And I just go, yeah, you're right. It has been a wonderful two years. And I just reached in my pocket and pulled that bad boy out. And then, and then, so I, I, I proposed and everything. And then, sir, so my girlfriend and now fiance, you know, she's, you know, 40 or so and never been married or anything. She's been waiting for this her whole life, right? She completely froze. Like, like froze. Stared like, at like, it, stared at you. Just, yeah, just staring at the, I had the little ring in the box, you know, that whole little scene. She's staring at me and like that meme where that black lady is just staring down her eyes yeah. out, both out. She was like that. Like, <laughs> like she did move. If there would have been a candle in front of her lips, the plane would not have moved because she wasn't breathing. <laughs> <that thing. laughs> so then had I what? known she would freeze, I would have brought a little squirt bottle. I would have <laughs> squirt <laughs> So then how long before she realized what was happening? It had to be a solid two and a half minutes. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, just, and then she was like, this was like, uh, you know, I said, oh, I should put the ring on your finger or something. And she goes, no, you have to ask me to marry you. I was like, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> like your, the window was closed. You missed your little opportunity. <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was like she fun. forgot you. It almost it happened so fast or crazy. She wasn't expecting it that she doesn't even remember hearing you ask her to marry her. And she did. She did not even remember. Wow. Like, right? Isn't that crazy? So so I did it again, and then she um she said yes, and then she was all happy, and then she sort of got in her groove, right? Because I told her I let her mom and my daughter know, and you and. You know, then she, you know, then she got teared up and stuff. And then, uh, then she stuck me with the check and she went outside to go call her people. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to marriage. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. So that's, I'm so happy. I mean, I know I've been there. We've been friends since probably 1998, 1999, right? No, maybe 2000, because you, then you went and worked um, for Verizon and then asked if I wanted to come there. And that was 2002. So we've been yes. friends for about 22 years. And so I was part of that journey meeting, you know, your ex and then you having Leah and just seeing, and, and you're going through your divorce and, and what, yeah. what you went through there emotionally and to have somebody that's in your life that allows you the space and capacity and doesn't expect you to be somebody that you're not is really a beautiful gift. And I'm, I'm happy that, you know, you reached out to her when you saw her on Twitter talking about her gloves and she responded back. Thank God she didn't think you were some creep and blocked you, you know what I right? mean? Right. <laughs> and lo and behold, here you guys are, which is, I think, such a beautiful place and well, well-deserved. I think she's, she hit the jackpot and you have definitely hit the jackpot. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, she um, yeah, she she's a good person, and so um, yeah, so we figure sometime early next year, we're thinking March next year. We're like, we'll do the thing, something small, but we'll go back east. But I think I'm gonna have a party here, you know, for my people out here and stuff. Yeah. Just like you know, just some food and music and drinks, something simple, because um, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I don't want no circus. I don't want no big circus kind of deal. Just some, you know, just some mellow. So just a celebration yeah. of marriage, and you know. 
you yeah. got you had your backyard done so that could be set up just beautifully with lights and seating and a dj booth you could it, it could be really exquisite back there so um rich bitch yeah, um, yes so uh, congratulations thank you for that and um sir so, so i was i've been watching i started a new show called um uh beef be you know i've been hearing about that I don't like the yes. title of it. So yes. I have a problem with the title. I know. And so okay. it and it doesn't mean food, it means it means fight. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Like okay. have, yeah, like you have beef with someone. Yeah. Um, and it's with that really funny comedian lady, Ali Wong is her name. Oh, she is really funny. She's funny. She has a couple of those Netflix specials and she's, you know, she's tiny. She's like, you know, four foot eleven, but a big voice. So she's I, I just think she's very funny. So so I've I've only watched I think two episodes. It's on Netflix, and she and she's this wealthy lady who just she's tired of she's married, has a kid, and she's exhausted from working. But she's successful. Her husband's successful, but he's sort of a douche. And this other guy who he's sort of a loser contractor, and they just have a road rage incident. They don't know each other. They have a road rage incident. Oh. And that starts their beef with each other. And that's, that's it. That's like, the premise of the show. You're speaking my love language with um <laughs> I'm telling with road you, rage. I tell even even if you don't watch the whole series, I'm, I think we're on episode three. I said two, but we're on episode three. That opening five minutes is wonderful for road rage people. Okay, all right, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it because I um so you're liking that. I I finished and watched Tiny Little Things with Katherine Hahn, I think her name is. She used to be on Saturday Night Live, I believe. Um, it's based on a book. I don't know the author's name. Uh, and it's a mini series. And let me tell you, the acting is splendid, superb. The storyline is fucking amazing. It is really, really good until the end, until the final episode. And you get to the final, I'm not going to do any spoilers. I'm not going to. But you get to the end of the episode and you immediately, it's one of those shows where you go and Google, when will there be a season two of Tiny Little Things or Tiny Beautiful Things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And it says there won't be. So I'm mad because I have some unanswered questions. Yes. I don't like that. I don't like that. But I'm telling you, even though I don't like that, it is superbly done. And it's from Reese Witherspoon's Sunshine, hello, Sunshine. I think that's her production yes. company. She's doing. She did that one, and she's doing the other one on Apple TV with Jennifer Garner. Like the what he told me, or something that he told me that comes out on Friday, where um, she's married and has a great relationship with her husband, and then he disappears, and the only note that he leaves her is protect her, and then the story unfolds from there. Something. Uh, okay. So. Um, I, I recommend it. I recommend it because it's so well done. It's beautiful. It's funny. It, it's really, it's really good. But you what, will be okay. Wait, 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 is that on Netflix? You said that's on Hulu. That's on. Okay, I want to. Okay, I want to see that. Yeah, it's really good. I I binge that rather quickly. Um, just really? because I didn't realize that Hulu released all the episodes. Now they don't normally do that. Right. That's yeah. Right. They, they, they force you to wait week after week. Yeah. So then I started and it, it probably forced you to do, they probably do it when it's not a limited series, because maybe since it's a limited series, 
they, you know, said, here, we'll just give this all to you. So I didn't realize it. I'm watching it. And I was like, episode two, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I'm behind because it released on April 7th. And so I got to episode four and I was like, they, they didn't release all of them, bitch. They sure did. So I binged that. It was very, very good. Um, and I will say I'm not, sometimes when you give me recommendations, I still have the scarring from that Netflix show. I don't even remember the fucking name of that show. It, it was, it, uh, it was, uh, it was that, it was that weird sci-fi movie, the circle and like the hands spreading out and like no fucking idea. Like I knew I could never get my life back. So I'm a little emotionally scarred, <laughs> but I will say the power from Amazon prime fucking phenomenal. Oh, that is so good. It's so good. Thank it, you. Uh, so and that's uh is that Tony Collette? Is that her name? Uh Tony Collette, yes, yes, Tony Collette right. and so, um yes. Oh, it's so good. So the power on Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, it's an original Amazon Prime based on a, a famous book. And the premise is teenage girls, and they're all about 16 or 17, it seems like, uh, begin basically they grow another organ in their collarbone that allows them to like eels generate electricity and it changes the power dynamics across the world and so the first episode introduces you to maybe like four or five of these teenage girls in different parts of the world and just what starts to happen and it is it is really well done i am really enjoying it i'm in i am enjoying the shit out of it, it and I was mad because, of course, Amazon Prime doesn't give you the full, even though you pay for a subscription, they give you weekly. I have been ranting and raving because it does, you can, my nephews could watch it. It is a little violent, but not like Mayor Kingstown violent. Uh, right, right. It, yeah, there's a little bit of violence. Um, but to see the shift and how girls start to have some more power over men, it is really, really good. It really is. It really, it really flips the script. And so... I think there were what four episodes online now? Is that a five? Yes, four. I think oh, okay. tomorrow should be fifth because they come out on Fridays. Oh, good. Okay, that's good. And so then the other thing I'm working work watching Amazon Prime is um, Swarm. <sighs> okay, so I just have to say, so Swarm is it's it's weird, um, yes. and it's produced by Danny Glover. Is that his name? Donald, Donald Glover. Yeah. Okay, but Donald Glover, and there are episodes directed by different people. And one of the episodes is directed by, or written by, um, Malia Obama. She's oh. one of the staff writers. Yeah, and so, and so it's part um, mockumentary, but it's also it tells you this real story. That's that's it's a real story in the world. Okay, so this is a real story. Yes. Yes. So. That's the thing is, so it's, it's the, the swarm is, and they tell you up front, any resemblance to any person living or dead is purely intentional. And the setup is the swarm is supposed to be the Bayhive, Beyonce's fan group. And the story follows a girl who is obsessed with, uh, they don't say Beyonce. They they give the the singer a different name. Nija um, or Nija or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And but she's supposed to be like a Beyonce kind of deal. Like has this cult following. And this one girl is like, like beyond. She's beyond. And so we get introduced to her. And over the course of it's only seven episodes, I think, we get to follow her escapades. And eventually, we learn 
we learn some shit in real life that is entirely unexpected. Okay, so, so there's, yes, there's a great payoff in this. Okay, so I did start watching it. And to your point, I was like, I, I'm not sure how I'm feeling right now. The first episode, the end scene, I stopped breathing. I literally stopped <laughs> right? breathing. I it's was like, like what? it's like, what the hell just happened? And I lost my shit. So I'm starting episode two. So now I'm committed. I, you know, th- this is really, I, I, f- I find myself to be fairly intelligent. I've never had my IQ tested. I, I think you're probably way smarter than I am. I get, com- there's two things that I get confused on in life. Always have been non-exempt and exempt. Like who's the yeah. hourly employee? Who's yeah. not right. So- <laughs> So that's one. And the other one is fictional and non-fictional. Those fuck me up all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So I was thinking in this scenario, when it said fictional, I was thinking it was made up, but it's the opposite of that. So this is based on a true fucking story. Yes. And it, um, because it starts in like the nineties. Yes. Yes. It starts in, and it just, I think it just, it's it's hard it's hard to describe okay but it it does a few different type of movie or or series genres like it's okay. like it just yeah it, so without going to spoilers because you're you haven't seen a lot um you just have to stick through it and it takes you through this wild it, it it's unbelievable where it's going to take you yeah okay. all the all the stuff and it just it, it's mind blowing, and and I'm not saying it's it's great, like award winning, but it's really interesting, and um, there's some problems with it, but I think it's really good. Okay, I can't wait to hear what your problems are. What what after I watch it, you and I will definitely go back and forth because yes. we never want to ruin anything on here. Um, yeah, because, no spoilers, no spoilers. So, um, and then you don't watch succession on hbo correct is that you don't watch succession i don't no i've, I've never seen an episode I, I see the comments um online but i don't know I, I figured that this past week's was like a big episode but i don't i don't know anything about it i didn't watch it yet but i i will always recommend succession it is very similar i was telling my brother there was a show called newsroom and that was with um uh his name i can see his face he was in dumb and dumber uh, oh yeah yeah newsroom yeah news um uh, olivia that, munn was in it um yeah jeff jeff something jeff jeff daniels jeff daniels yeah he was yes. so good so very well like you would watch that show you would be enraged you would be laughing you learn something it it was gritty it was witty and succession is very very similar to sort of that substance of uh, of good tv that gives you everything from you're laughing you're angry you're like you know hoping and and rooting for the the small guy and so I, I love it if you definitely, this is the final season. So I think this is the fourth season. So there's only going to be four. Um, oh, okay. And then Yellow Jackets too. So are you watching Yellow Jackets? No, because I don't, I don't have Showtime. Damn, okay. I know. So so is there like supernatural stuff that happened in Yellow Jackets? Like some magic We don't know yet. So. Oh, okay. We I'm going to wait for it to pop up on like, um, what is that show? Either on, it'll, it'll eventually pop up on. Paramount Plus because they have some kind of deal with with Showtime. Okay, yeah, highly recommend. So, and of course, all my Vanderpump rules, which is getting super juicy because 
you know, I know you don't know this, but somebody watching it, somebody watches it in our audience, Ariana and Tom, the whole scandal, like he had an affair with Raquel, one of the girls on there. And um, now that we all know this, we didn't, it wasn't discovered while they were filming. So we're watching shows before it came out that there was sure. a So I watched, so Eliane watches it and, and she's on this like nonstop group chat about that. But I finally watched an episode last night with her and I now know what you're talking about. It is a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. And you're thinking to myself, I can't believe now you're seeing things from a different lens because right. you know now that they cheated and you're like, wow, she was being so nice to Ariana and oh my God. Did you, did, you, did you see yesterday's episode? Oh, I did this morning before I started work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so she she was totally making out with that other guy. Sports, yes. Yes, and trying to like pretend like there was something there. All the while, she was already cheating with the other guy. Like, what was that? That's insane. And they just filmed the reunion. So, okay. Oh, God. The reunion comes. They usually film the reunion a month before or so. Now, my brother will probably send me a message after I say this, but the reunion's filmed probably a month or two, a few months after they're, they're done filming. I think they wait three months. And then they do the reunion. So that was just done maybe three weeks ago or something like that. Um, and that's where they're discussing the flipping, um, uh, the whole, uh, what's the word? Affair. So, and Tom is saying, like newsflash above our screen is Tom Sanderball is saying that he had broken up with Ariana and Ariana oh, refused God. to be broken up with. So he is so narcissistic. Oh, it's incredible. God. Oh my God. Yeah, that guy. And then, you know, he came on that show, he, he goes to her gaslighting her, you know, just, and is, you're right. We're seeing it from a perspective where we see all the lying that's going on because we know the outcome that she was having an affair with that guy. Right. He was cheating. He was cheating on her. He was cheating on his wife or girlfriend, longtime girlfriend. And the lady's cheating on is right there, still pretending to be her friend. <laughs> it's so crazy. So oh. I can't wait for I can't wait for that. So, of course, all my reality shows, you know, Real Housewives of New Jersey, you know, that's going on. Um, Vanderpump. I've got, you know, all my other shows. Good Doctor, 911 Lone Star, Lone Star 911. I mean, it's, it's incredible how much. When I think about the amount of TV, but you, and then there'll be times where I'm like, dang, what am I going to watch? I feel like I watched everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I probably didn't. I usually watch some horror movies and stuff, um, but I haven't watched any horror movies this week. Um, I did. I don't think I told you. I did watch that movie, Megan, that, about that little doll. Oh, did God, I tell you the, that? the doll that kills people. Man, that doll is so good. Is so good, and and she didn't kill enough people. Like she was going bonkers on people. <laughs> she was so good. Like the people that wrote that movie, or the lady that wrote that movie, and the director and everything. I think they just they decided, hey, how crazy can we be? And let's just see how we can just like this doll that's like maybe maybe three feet tall could just be killing people. <laughs> oh god i loved it i loved it so much so i um 
you know, your friend who I always sort of, there's some similarities that I compare to at Howard Stern, because you know I listen to Howard Stern. And he it was a big fan of that movie. Like he said it was well done. It was really the concept was pretty cool. It was yeah. entertaining. Yes, it, it really is. Like it is really a joy to watch. It is. Well, I have you seen, okay, so now I'm not I'm gonna confuse you with something because as we've discussed on many of our shows, you think that Ryan Gosling um uh what's who who's married to um oh god what's it ryan reynolds you think they're all the same person so when i tell you that there's a documentary that i want to watch i haven't watched yet it's um lewis capaldi now lewis capaldi is a singer that is from scotland so not ed sheeran so i don't want you getting all pissed off because oh, i know you God. can't stand ed sheeran but my brother was telling me that there's a documentary because he has he's a singer i'm actually going to see him in berkeley on april 30th um he's a singer that has like tourettes so he'll get ticks and such and he was going through a massive depression and and he did a documentary filming filming that his journey around mental illness. And my brother said it was really phenomenal. So have you seen that come up on your for you on on like your recommendations by chance? I have not seen that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I definitely gonna watch that. So he's a really great singer. If you've heard one of his songs, you probably heard one of his songs, uh-huh. but um yeah, so I'm I'm kind of excited to see that. But I didn't want you to think when you saw him, oh, that's Ed Sheeran. Okay, yeah, because I would totally think he's Ed Sheeran. I was just like 100%. Yeah, so speaking of singers, have you seen those? Um, or I know you have because I sent you one the TikTok videos of Britney Spears. That's not her. I'm telling you, that can't be Britney Spears. I I, look, it look, it it has the little verification mark, but and I know I, 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 you know, I went into the comments on a couple of those and people pointed out that her background was fake. And her teeth, and I, I, and I could see it was fake, and you know, because there's some leaves or some flowers that disappear from one scene to the next, and you know, someone suggested that maybe it's AI, like the chat, you know, one of those chatbot things that you know you can make you can make a person, but whatever it is, there's some issues there because she <laughs> those dancing videos looks like she's a mess. I mean, she lo- her teeth look like she's on meth. Like her skin started to look bad. She's looking her sunken skin. in. Yes. I, there's a whole like for you page on TikTok dedicated to the conspiracy behind Britney Spears that they don't know where the real Britney Spears is. And so they think her family and her husband's all involved. Like even the wedding to her now husband, you never see a full picture of her. It's all like behind a veil or from the distance. So there is a lot of conspiracy theories. And, you know, we know in society, the conspiracy theories around like Sandy Hook, it was like an actor, you know, all these, all these things. And when you get as convincing as you can, where you start to make people think just a tad, I think that could be what's happening to Britney Spears. Like, I think maybe people are just so in tune and so like thinking that this can't be her, that they're so convincing for me to believe that that can't be Britney Spears. Yeah, it just. It's incredible. It's incredible. it, it It is really incredible. And, you know, the makeup, the weird body movements, the dancing. The, um, yeah, the weird dancing. There's one shot someone like did a blow up, like there's no bottom row of teeth. 
and it just <laughs> I, <laughs> right but then somebody else said well well the ais have a problem you know cre- creating realist realistic looking teeth and then See, someone no. <laughs> i like you know what i don't know what i've seen anymore <laughs> i cannot believe it because it's so it's so crazy i i want to make a comment about the movie you and i talked the little mermaid and it's her name is hallie um uh, who's playing the little mermaid uh, hallie bailey hallie bailey so one of our listeners danielle that we both know and 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 love dearly she was talking about you know all this everybody's up in arms about oh it's a black mermaid it's it's whimsical like there is little mermaid doesn't exist it's a fucking mermaid right so she said i i can't believe people are up in arms in that what i'm so what what she and her husband were up in arms about that how the hell could holly berry be playing the little mermaid she kept thinking Oh my God. Why isn't anybody bitching about a 50 year old Holly Berry playing Little Mermaid? More so. <laughs> you just go, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's, let's back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hey, before we, um, um, before we end up, you know, saying goodnight to our audience, I, I want your perspective on, and and you might know more of this. I don't, I haven't done enough digging into it, but, you know, major heads of countries, China, Russia, um, maybe Iran, um, they are talking about getting rid of the U.S. dollar and going with the Chinese yuan. Isn't that interesting? So I I saw something about that, that, that. Right now, because of you know, really from like 19, from the 1900s to you know, 2000, because the U.S. Um, uh, economy overtook the world, right? And so through, through that 100 years, you know, the dollar became the international cur- currency. Yeah. Like it or not, the dollar became accepted everywhere because the U.S. government backed it and people could depend on the value of the dollar being the value of the dollar. So it became the financial um, um, standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It became it. Well, you know, China, now the U.S. economy is still like two and a half times or something like that. It's way larger than China's. It is way larger. But China has presence in a lot of places around the world that the U.S. doesn't. not in Europe, in South America, on the African continent. And so they have started saying, yeah, we don't have to rely on the dollar. Our money is stable and we will use our own money. And so, and they started that, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, but it it hasn't grown. But, and, and I don't think it will make a difference in the next, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, but they are saying, we, they are saying along with Russia and then some of their other Country, smaller countries saying, yeah, we can go away from the dollar because this other money is dependable. And the dollar, a lot of countries don't want to be beholden to U.S. Um, governance. Like they don't want us to tell them what to do. They want to have something else. And so that's a real thing out there. That's that's wild, huh? 
that's wild. And I even I even reached out to my financial planner. I was like, hey, do we do we have any money and in, invested in these sort of in this environment? She's like, yeah, we're keeping a close eye on it. So when your financial planner says we're keeping a close eye on it, that sort of triggers me to be like, you know what? This is something that maybe people aren't really paying attention to. It's very similar to stuff not being in the news, aka um, all of those students, 10,000 people that marched in Tennessee chanting wow. and not that wasn't covered by the news. We saw that on TikTok. Right, right. That hit that hit TikTok and it spread from TikTok to Twitter and everything. And you're right, the news did not want to cover that. Like they don't want to cover that kind of stuff. And it's 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 um it's a it's a decision by news organizations not to cover that stuff. Whereas we will sit here in California and see and see stuff about Marjorie Taylor Greene, little dumbass, oh all day, every day. And she's in a tiny little district in Georgia. And they will pump that stuff out. But do you see some, you know, some groundbreaking news like that? But I it, it's I can tell you more. Vice President Kamala Harris went to three nations in Africa. She went to uh, Ghana, Zambia, and Tanzania on a on a trip in which not only she didn't just go by herself, she got American companies to agree to invest something like $2 billion in different um, aspects of those countries from um, uh, funding small businesses, funding small businesses for, for women, um, healthcare, uh, setting up businesses there, setting up um, loans, uh, investing, putting plants and things there, you know, manufacturing plants, They're like a major trade deals. And you know why she was doing that? Because China is there. And so she was there firming up the U.S. relationships. That's not uh, parent relationships, like telling you what to do, but setting up mutual understanding of things and billions of dollars worth of investments. And that's why she was there. And the news media wouldn't even cover that. That's un it's unbelievable. And Marjorie right. Taylor Greene is getting booed in, in New York. That's what they call Right. It. Right. They booed. She, she had to do a car interview. She had to get in a car and do an interview <laughs> because people in New York started coming. They were like, Get the fuck out of New York. <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkers don't play, man. But, but you know, like, think about what they do say. So you, uh, maybe you and I've had this discussion, but, you know, of course, right now, the influx of immigration from Mexico and the influx of drugs and death um, are, they're talking about, oh, Biden's not doing anything about this, right? So I, I think this aligns with, what are it's the narrative that best suits the interest of of I, and I can't even finish that sentence. Like I can't even yes. say like what 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 is it doing by not yes. telling us what is it doing? Yeah, it just um, um, it's 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 really this it's really part of the same story. So the U.S. Um, Invest, and this was this was also Vice President Kamala Harris. She went to South. She went to some South America countries where we're getting them, where we were getting the most um, migrants, right, immigrants. And she went to those countries, you know, Brazil, Colombia, um, Salvador, Mexico, of course. Um, Venezuela, Nicar yeah, Venezuela, uh, not Colombia, yeah, Venezuela, and a few others, and said, okay, look. What are the root causes? What's happening here that's causing people to flee their homes? Where there's war, civil war, you know, gang violence, drug cartels, and things like that. And, she, and again, she got government, uh, major American companies 
to invest and to plans to invest in different things in those other countries that would help a stem the violence, stem the drugs, do some healthcare, help women and girls, and reduce the flow of migrants. And you got to attack it at the root. And then you also have to do some basic, what the U.S. has done for 150 years, some basic border security. Like that's basic shit. And every country has that, right? And so, and so that's what they've been doing. And then today, President Biden announced, okay, we're going to work on getting together a package for the dreamers. These are children uh, who, these are adults whose parents may have migrated here uh, when these children were babies or children, and they grew up here, but maybe because their parents came here were not citizens, they're not citizens, but they went to school here. Many of them went to college here, got degrees, or didn't go to college, but they worked, they've been paying taxes, but they don't have status as a citizen. And President Obama was working on this, that you can't send these grown-ups back to some country that they've never been a part of. They've Makes only sense. been here. So you have to attack it from a lot of different angles, right? Because you have to fix it from a lot of different angles. And you will never have zero migration or immigration. You're not. You're just not going to have it. And But you have to have, you have to have good security at the borders. You have to have reasons. You have to try to stop the reasons that people are fleeing their countries, right? And you have that all over the world. All over the world, there are people trying to get out of places where there are wars and things like that. And they try to get somewhere safe. And so, so President Biden said, okay, yeah, we got to do some things. Um, you want to make sure you have enough money, but you don't want to be putting kids in cages. And you don't want to be giving them to these weird little Christian organizations and take, separating them from their parents. Right? You don't want to be doing that kind of again. stuff. Yep. Yes, you never see them again. They just disappear. They disappear in the system. And honestly, what people know is, those a lot of those children get trafficked. That's what starts happening to them. Oh my God. Right. So right. So you, you you yeah you you gotta do something about that. And then you gotta do things that don't destabilize those countries. So for example, I was reading. I think when I would think it was today when the U.S. dropped out of the Paris Accords, which is an agreement by like 150 countries or something to work on reducing. Um, all the things that contribute to climate. Uh, yeah, climate, climate change, global warming. And so it was signed and then Trump got in office and he took the, the U.S. out of it. Yep. And, you know, Biden has done a bunch of things to get us back in, but without getting us back in, doing the things right. But I was reading something that said since the U.S. dropped out when Trump got in office, uh, oil companies have invested over $5 trillion in oil-based shit. That is crazy. That's the effect, that that money could have gone to, you know, wind, electricity, and just doing the things that we need to do as a global community to reduce um, all the things that contribute to global warming and climate change. But because we got out, it, it freed them up to just go right back into oil. So it, it's it, it's such a decades long setback, which is crazy. It's it's like no progress. So then when when people yes. start ODing because you know fentanyl, um, yes. you're not a 
I know you're not familiar with drugs, but you know, a lot of cocaine is now mixed with fentanyl because it's cheaper yes. and, and it could, you know, expand and make you more money, but people are dying from it. And of course, yes. of course, the, the media says this is Biden's fault. He's letting more drugs and illegals into the country. Oh my God. Just, 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 just silly stuff. Just just, silly you know stuff. what? And, and, and two weeks ago, one of the biggest fentanyl uh, rings was broken up. Older, one of the largest individuals who was a distributor of, of fentanyl. So she, they were importing it from Mexico, I think, or through Mexico at least. And they were distributed in the United States. Um, it was this lady who, it, well, she was, but she was the uh, union president for the San Jose Police Department. I saw that. Right? I mean, at the white lady, like she they busted her. She was importing fentanyl and distributed it. <laughs> and not just a little bit. It was like, she was like one of the major importers. I mean, the fuck? Ooh. Oh Ooh. my God. We, we, we covered a lot in our time today. We definitely, you, you and I can sit and talk for hours about shit. So uh, where can our beloveds find you? So check me out on Spoutable and Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and TikTok under my name, Myron Clifton or Myron J. Clifton, and on Facebook also in Dear Dean. And see me on my Amazon page. All my books are there. I got 10 books out. Um, and uh, check out my magazine, Dear Dean the Magazine. It's a free digital magazine. comes out once a month. And I have uh, writers who you won't find. Some you will, but most you won't find in newspapers and periodicals, but they're different voices. Uh, a lot of women, a lot of women of color, the LGBTQI community, and you just get a different spin on all types of topics, not just politics, but just a little bit of everything. So it's a free digital subscription comes out once a month. Where can people find you? I love that. And I just realized that you, Dear Dean, Dear Dean Magazine is a rhyme. Like I, when you said it, I was like, wow, that's... How neat is that? Right. <laughs> I was today years old. Um, so you can find me on Redheaded Vegan on Spoutable. Um, I'm the Redheaded Vegan on, um, I'm Jen Van Lannan Veg on Instagram. I'm Big Button a Smile on TikTok. Again, I just lurk on TikTok and Spoutable. I, I can't wait till they have the app because I don't normally go to it on, on, on the browser, but uh, hopefully we'll do some more activity there. Um, and that's it. Yeah, I do most of my I do most of my stuff on Jen Van Lynn and Veg. So peep at us, send us your thoughts, your your positive remarks, because we ain't got time for your bullshit if it's negative. Like we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't care if it's negative. <laughs> Share us, rate us, review us, but don't review us if you got anything, anything we don't want to hear. <laughs> exactly. Save that for somebody who gives a shit. <laughs> right, you, right. Y'all ain't paying us. <laughs> Oh my God, congratulations oh. to you and your fiance. Yes. And um, love you and peace out, mofo. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Love this podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Visit the episode description to find out how you can connect with the hosts on social media. Voice Memos is a production of Dear Dean Publishing. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without consent.